It's going to get there. He turned 32 yesterday. Does he have a vintage moment in him? In the end zone, it is caught for the win. Richard Rodgers with a walk-off touchdown. Foster. Nine seconds for the win. Oh! 
Wow. Okay, let's hear it. I'm going Warriors are coming out of the West. Wow. I'm, I'm saying now that the Warriors are going to beat the Grizzlies in the next round, or whoever it is that they face, and then they will defeat the Suns in the Western Conference Finals. I still do believe the Suns are going to make the Western Conference Finals, even though they're having a little bit of trouble with New Orleans right now, and even though they're going to have a tough matchup in the next round. I have them going to the Western Conference Finals, but then the Warriors are looking too hot right now. They have Jordan Poole put up 30 in the first game. He's getting, like, I see here in the in the second game, eight assists. In, in game four, nine assists, Jordan Poole. So all of a sudden now he's really come on. You know, we've seen him maturing all year and, and becoming a good player all year. But when I was watching him in that game one against Denver, he just looked unbelievable. And uh, if you have him combined with Curry and Thompson and Draymond has that grit to him. You already see like how he's starting to play and how he gets when it's playoff time. And they have all that experience. They have Andre Iguodala, who I understand isn't doing as much anymore, but they have all that experience and that winning culture there with the Warriors combined with this new young talent with the, the veterans that are still playing well. And I, I think they're going to be tough to beat, especially because the Suns are looking banged up right now. I'm not a big Devin Booker fan. Quite frankly, I, I don't like him at all. Wow. I don't think he's a good player. Well, that's a little harsh. I, I think he's a good player, but he's not as good as everyone says he is. So I don't think it's the biggest hit for the Suns that he's out. I think they should still be able to figure it out and make some noise in the playoffs. But I would be a fool to say that it didn't mean anything. It does mean something that he's out. And uh, it's definitely going to play a factor going forward. And looks like they're having trouble with this New Orleans team, who is this young team who's playing with a lot of grit and a lot of uh, fight. And they're playing like they have nothing to lose, which they don't. And it's awesome. Alvarado is like this defensive crazy guy. And then they have this guy, Jones, who looks like, like a praying mantis. He's so freaking long <laughs> that he'll just like... I, were you watching the game last yeah, night? Yeah, yeah. Did you see those blocks he had? He was just like... Yeah. Someone would look open from three, and how many times do you usually see a guy block a like a shot from no. three? It doesn't happen uh -huh. a lot. You see him blocked inside a lot, but from outside, no way. I saw him have two blocks because the guy, he just like he's not even covering the guy, and then he jumps, and his arms are so long that it just gets in the flight path of the ball, and he disrupts the play. So that's going to be really interesting. And then with the Grizzlies... They're looking, you know, a little bit like, I don't know. I mean, <laughs> the T-Wolves are, are definitely a good team, but the Grizzlies, they should be taking care of business better than they are, in my opinion. Uh, it's a good series. Who knows what's going to happen? It's going to be exciting to watch. But, you know, if the Grizzlies were coming on harder and coming on stronger and were looking better against the T-Wolves, then maybe I would stick with my decision to, to have them beating the Warriors. But the way they're playing right now, I don't think so. All right. I personally, the Warriors have not really changed my mind about the West. And there's a couple reasons to that. One, one thing is that uh, our last show two weeks ago, I said that the Warriors, if, if the biggest threat to the Suns in the West is the Warriors. So you, you have them the, playing. You had them making the Western Conference Finals <laughs> already, right? I had them making the Western Conference Finals. I just want to yes. be clear. I had them losing yeah. to the Grizzlies in the next round, but now I'm amending that. So. What I will say is I feel a little bit like they're e even more of a threat than I than I originally thought they were. But I, I already had them as the other best team in the West compared to the Suns. At the same time, I still think that the Suns are going to win the Western Conference. I think it's uh, they've played four games, and two and a half of those games have been without Devin Booker. And yes, we disagree on Devin Booker, but to me, that's a big loss for the Suns. They've. I feel like they've looked just so much different without him. They ended up losing that game after he comes out in the third quarter in game two. And then they go one and one in the next two games. So, yes, they still were able to win one, but I, I think that one was pretty close. And then they lose last night. Like, I don't know. That's, that's not happening if Devin Booker's on the floor to me. And he's going to be – I think they get through this series against the Pelicans. He'll be back in probably middle of next round. And – then I think they're going to become that team that they were in the regular season again, which was the best team in the NBA. So, yes, the Warriors are impressing me a lot. And even with the Warriors, they look really good. 
Jordan Poole, like he looks like he fits in so well with Steph and Clay. Like he looks like he's just like almost like a carbon copy of those guys in some ways. So I'm very impressed by them. But I mean, they also haven't they didn't sweep the Nuggets. They they did lose Game Four. Like that series is still ongoing. So they have played better than the Suns have in their first round uh, matchup. But the Suns are without their best player, and neither of those series are even over yet. So I. I I'm just pumping the brakes a little bit on just going, you know, all in on the Warriors all of a sudden and or just, you know, even changing my mindset on what I think is going to happen in general because I I think it's just a little bit too early for that. All right. So we can readdress next week. Yeah, we can. We can. Okay. All right, Isaiah. We're going to talk about a star of Boston, Mr. Jason Tatum. Jason Tatum has been playing great. This postseason so far, he's been the leader of his Celtics squad that is leading the sorry Brooklyn Nets <laughs> 3-0 right now. Is Jason Tatum a top 10 player in the NBA? So, I kind of feel like, in, in preparing for this question, I kind of feel like you expected me to put together a list of my top 10 players. Well, it's up to you. Did you? I I did. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I knew you would, and so I did too. And I will list my top 10 players now. Okay. Here we go. LeBron, in, in no particular order. I, didn't, right. I didn't order him. I okay. just... LeBron. Okay. Giannis. Steph. Uh, Kevin Durant. Kawhi Leonard. Luka. Jokic. Uh, Embiid. Devin Booker. I knew you were going to have that reaction. And then Jason Tatum. So, yes, I have Jason Tatum wow. as a top All 10. Right. Probably 10th, but he's a top 10 player in my mind. Honestly, oh, just over the past couple seasons, I mean, he is – like, it's, it's, it's hard to look at what he's done the past couple of seasons and not have him as top 10 or at least top 15 in the NBA. What he means to this team, his scoring ability, I mean, it's just incredible to watch. So, I, I think he has gotten to that point now, especially leading a Celtics team that looks like – possibly the best team in the NBA right now, it's hard to not put him, I think, in the top 10. What See, do you think? I have him in top 25. Wow, so not even close to no, top 10. No, no. Wow. My okay. top 10, you want to know my top yes, 10? Yes, yes. Is LeBron, mm-hmm. the Joker, KD, the point god, CP3. Wow. James Harden, Luka Magic, Steph, Kawhi, AD, and Giannis. AD, uh-uh. AD is a top and, 10 player. And CP3, I don't know about He it. is. I love Chris Paul so much. Chris He's Paul probably top is 20. so underrated. He's top 20. He but... went to that team that had nothing going on before last year. Who was talking about the Suns before he went to them? Yeah, no, I just I remember who we talking about them because I because when that and then he happened, goes to the team, I was actually yeah. the first one to say he was on. And you was said it was a big move. deal. I did, and I said Way it was. I said it was BS. I said it was fall stupid. Fall of junior year, and I was wrong. Yep. But look what he did. He went to the team, and then all of a sudden they were in the finals. Yeah. And then the next year, they're the number one seed and the favorites. So, what changed? He went to the team. Yeah. Now you could say. It's He's made Devin play. Booker better. It's his culture. It's how he makes the team better around him. But the guy is responsible. So yeah. I cannot not have him in the top ten. Yeah, He's no, not I, top ten. I, I, Tatum's I, I, not in the top ten to me. I think he's a top. I think Chris Tatum's Paul's a top great, twenty player, and he's elevated Devin Booker into a top ten player because he he no, creates so Devin many Booker's more scoring opportunities for player. him. He's not even close. He's not even close to a top ten player. Okay. I'd rather have so many people before I have <laughs> yeah, Devin Booker on my team. That's, how, that's exactly the way I thought of it when I was putting this together. And I have Devin Booker in my top ten. He's, there's few guys I'd rather have on my team than Devin Booker. There are so many. <laughs> so many more people I'd rather have than D-Book. Where do you have, I'm just curious, I, a couple names I struggled with. Wait, you, MB, was Embiid in your top ten? I have him at 11. Okay. And um, he was also 10-11 for me. Where do you have Ja Morant and Trey Young? Because you did, you, do you have all the way to 25? I think even more. Okay. Yeah, so I'm curious where you have those two guys. Because those are also guys I was thinking about. Probably like 11, I have, 12, I 15. I have Trey at 20. Okay. 
T number 21. Okay. And Morant and 26. Sorry, I had wow. to count. I had to count because I didn't have it numbered. <clears throat> I would have thought you would have had job pretty high up. Nope. Okay. I think 26 yeah. is good for, yeah. for like a second or third year guy. Yeah. I I, I, I almost put him in the top 10. No. Uh, I, I I mean, he's that good, but I, I think he's probably top 15 to me. Let's. I mean, I haven't really heard from him so far these playoffs. No, that's true. That's I don't true. know what's going on, but that's I thought true. you're John Morant. I thought this is your team, so let's see it. Yeah. That's what Definitely. I'm saying. If you're John Morant and you're a top 10 player like you say he is, then you go win these next two games and yeah. you finish I it. Say, yes, I said he's top 15. But, yeah, no, I agree with you. Also, Carl Anthony Towns, probably someone that is pretty underrated. That doesn't 13. Talk about. Yeah, I mean, there 13. You go. There you go. Best big big man three-point shooter, I think. And, I mean, he, he, he's been so much fun to watch in this series, too. In the, See, in the I don't like series. him. Really? And I'm going to tell you why. Okay. He goes out and he scores eight in game three, right? <laughs> well, that was the... Was game three the game where they were up by like a, a crap ton yes. and then they somehow blew it? Yes. So I stopped watching that game in the second quarter because I thought it was over. Yeah. What I do is I have like a little bit a little bit of a method. I look you know use the ESPN app? Of course. So do you ever look at the win probability? Yeah. I'm a big win probability guy. <laughs> okay. My rule used to be if it says more than ninety seven percent, I'm done with the game. Wow. Unless if it's like the Mets. Unless if it's like the yeah. Mets and I, I want to see them win the game. You know what I mean? But other than that, no. So it said more than 97. It was the second quarter. They were giving it to them. So I stopped watching the game. So, but then later I looked and they had won. And then I looked that you could like track the path of the win probability over the course of the game. At one point it was like 99 and a half. Yeah. So I don't know what they did to blow that game. But I didn't see it. But it was ridiculous. But what I'm saying is, is he does... Eight points in that game. He totally screws up that lead, and he's the leader of that team, and he was on the bench talking like, oh, we in, we in Minnesota now. Did you see that? You didn't see that? I don't know if I saw the the sideline thing. The sideline thing, he's like mic'd up saying, when, the, when they're crushing him, oh, we're in Minnesota now. What do you want? Like We're in Minnesota now. This is where we're going to win. And then they blow the lead, and then the next game he goes into the game and he's like trying to act all fake tough. You can tell the difference when you see okay. a guy who's actually tough and fake tough. See, Carl Anthony Towns is one of the most fake tough people I've ever seen in my entire life. He still he and gave you, you eight. he gave you eight in game three, and yep. then in game four he comes sure. out and he's like running into people and being all crazy and being someone that he's never been. So if that's the kind of player you're gonna be. Be like that the whole series. You can't just like turn it on for game four. Oh, they're talking bad about me now. Or I'm going to show them. I'm going to be like a mean guy now. And he'd be like, get an and one. And then he'd slap the ball away. Like, dude, give me a break. <laughs> you are not a tough guy. I've seen the tough guys in this league. And you are not one of them. And don't pretend to be for one game when people hurt your feelings. And that guy's from New Jersey. Thousands? I'm still giving it to him. Yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. I'm still giving it to him. I don't care. Is, uh, is Give Pat me a break. Is Patrick Beverly a, a real tough guy? See, that's a good question. And that's an interesting I don't. I don't like Pat, Patrick Beverly. I like Pat Bev a lot. I don't. I love that kind of style. I love when you when you know your role. He's, he's, he's too much to me. I like, love when you know that your job is to get into other people's heads and instigate them. And you do it, but... You do it while people know that this is what Pat Bev is going to try to do, and he still does it. Yeah. He still does it, and he's a I, – I don't know. I'd say he's, he's definitely tougher than Cat. I know that for a fact. <laughs> Whether he's like a real tough guy or not, I'm not really sure. He's, he's very good at what he does, so I will say I am a fan. I don't know. I, I don't think he's really that tough. And, I, yes, I do like playing mind games and, you know, kind of – I trying love to, trying to get in people's game. head, but I, to me, he just takes it one step too far. It's just like, it's like everything he does is worthy of like a tech, and he gets a lot of techs. Well, so it's like, like, that's what Dennis just, Robin needs like, to do. It's, it's just too much for me, and I, I just don't, I don't really love that. I don't really respect it that much when he takes it that far. He just kind of, he annoys me to watch, honestly, because it's like, to me, it's like he's not even trying to like win the game yes, in a is. basketball way. Yes, it's like he he's is. just trying to win the game by no. like, Messing with other people, and I just I don't like it. Well, he That's plays, what I get he plays when I watch it both it. ways. Listen, here's what I have to say about Pat Bev. I think the league is a little bit soft. 
Okay. Yeah, and I, I agree. I think the league's a little bit soft, and it's fun to see a player that's willing to do those kind of old school things that nobody else does. I just think he Be takes a little it too physical. far. Too, too much extreme in the other direction, I think. But see, yes, like, the league is too if soft, Pat Bev but... was playing in the 90s, you might think he's just another guy. And I don't know, because I didn't watch basketball Maybe. during the 90s, but that might be the case. All right. <laughs> Moving on? Yeah. All right. We'll you want to ask me this one? Yeah, yeah. We'll keep it um, in the East. Um, yeah, so how far will the Heat go? Yeah, the Heat, I like them. You, you know, I, I said it before. They look like a really complete team. I think you said you had the 76ers bouncing them out, right? Yeah. 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 So I'm sticking with it. I have them going to the Eastern Conference Finals where they will fall to the Celtics. But I do have them getting there. They're a good team. See, that's those are some tough players. P.J. Tucker, Jimmy Butler, that's like some gritty, tough, defensive, like getting your like getting your face kind of team that I wouldn't want to mess with. And whoever faces them really be better. Red, sorry, they better be ready for a dogfight because if they're not ready to go toe to toe with those guys, and they if they get out physical by the Heat, you can't beat them because they'll get in your head and they'll they'll crush you. But I really like the Heat. Think they're really deep. I love that like that kind of culture and that kind of play. And I still have them going to the Eastern Conference Finals. So that's that's how far I have them going, and that's how far I had them going before. Yeah, I they they definitely have impressed me. Um, I really thought the Hawks were gonna. I mean, the series three to one. It's not over, but I thought they were gonna put up a little bit more of a fight. I thought the series would go a little bit deeper, and it still could. The Hawks look scary in, in the play-in. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And I forget which game. I think it was... They played the Cavs and the Hornets. Like, against the Hornets, they just looked like yeah. they couldn't even miss. It was unbelievable. <clears throat> right, and, and that's, what they were, that's what they were doing last year in the playoffs. And I was kind of thinking maybe they could potentially go on some sort of similar run this year. Um, I, I, I never said that they'd beat the Heat, but I thought they'd give them a run for their money. And again, they still can. Based off what I've seen, though, through the first four games, I don't think that's going to happen. So, yeah, the Heat have definitely impressed me. But... They're going to be playing the 76ers, most likely, in the second round. 76ers have also really impressed me. The, again, that series against the Raptors is also 3-1. to one, But to me, I think it ends in Game 5. And I that was a series I always thought they, you know, they would take care of business. I didn't, I didn't really believe in the Raptors. I think it, it's going to end. In, they, they play tonight, don't they? I, I believe the Sixers. They Sixers do. Raptors it's play, on yeah. NBA TV, though. I hate oh, that. Okay. But, yes, yeah, so I think the... the, the that matchup will be set up in the next two days, Heat Sixers. And I still like the Sixers to beat out the Heat. Embiid has the hurt thumb now. Um, he said after, I think it was the last game, that it, you know, it's affected his rebounding and stuff a little bit. But he's he's playing through it. He's still playing pretty well. Um, and I don't know, I, just the whole, the whole team effort, the way they've really just kind of handled the Raptors and not really given them much hope. Yes, the Raptors won one game, but they've seemed just so dominant compared to them. I still like that nothing's changed in my head that the Sixers can beat the Heat. And I actually, in my original predictions for the, for the playoffs, I said whoever wins between the Celtics and Nets is going to the finals. And I picked the Nets, but I said it could go either way. And now it seems like it's going to be the Celtics. So I think it's going to be Celtics-Sixers in the Eastern Conference Finals. And I actually think... That's actually a little bit better of a matchup for me than the Nets. I don't know what it is. I I I think honestly, part of it is probably what. Uh, part of it is probably the emotional thing of you know they had that big trade and I don't know. To me, that could go either way. Wait, wait, now wait. They're playing, but playing the Celtics, I don't know. I feel like you have you have a. Uh, to me, they seem to match up a little bit better. I and just and they've been playing so well against the Raptors. I think they'll take care of the Heat. I I think I still think the Celtics will win that series, and make the finals. But see, I don't like the I, Nets. I, but I would ra- if I I think if I was the Sixers, I'd rather be playing the Celtics than the Nets. Oh oh, I thought you're. See, I wanted to see the Seventy Sixers versus the Nets because of the storyline. No, yeah, I, I did. Yeah, but I'm saying if I was the Seventy Sixers, I think I'd rather be playing the Celtics than the Nets. Really? Yeah, I mean it's not it's 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 not that different. It's way but, different. It's, they're completely different teams. Yeah, I know. But I'm just saying, I think a lot, like, because of that storyline, 
with the with the trade and stuff, I think it's better that for the Sixers that they avoid that. Why not rise to it? Yeah, I don't know. Look, if I'm the Sixers, I'd much rather want the. I'd much rather have the Nets. I don't. I mean, well, because to me, the the Celtics the, the, and the Nets are the two best. They can't stop anybody in the paint. The Celtics and the Nets are the two best teams. Oh no, they're not in the stop Eastern Conference. So it's not. I mean, it's not really that different, but it's so different. I, I think it's better for them to they're avoid the Nets. They're completely different teams. They're like it can't be any yeah. more different than. Why do you? Why do you just say it's not different? No, I, I, yeah, because I thought the Nets are a tougher matchup for the Sixers. I. And they're playing a completely Why? different How? team in the Celtics. Why? How? Because of the scoring. KD and Kyrie. I don't know. Just to me, it, they... But who's stopping Embiid on the Nets? I, I if they can't if they can't stop Tatum KD and Brown... And Oh, stop it. No. If you can't stop Tatum and Brown, how are you going to stop... I guess they, the Celtics do have Rob Williams back now, so that does help. Still, though. Whatever. I don't even... I'm sorry. I have no idea what you're talking about. <laughs> but I'm just going to go... What were you even saying? Oh, right. You Where you have the heat. Okay. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. The 76ers, man, Harden just... He hasn't looked like Harden ever since, like, he, he started complaining about it, about being in Houston. He's not putting up the same numbers as he used to. He doesn't even look like the same guy to me. When I see him playing out there for the 76ers... It kind of makes me sad because he used to be so much better. He doesn't, yeah, like he doesn't even do his hardened step back thing anymore. At least he tries, but it, it hardly ever goes in. And then he doesn't even, he like barely attacks. He's just, it seems like he's on that team as a facilitator. And if he wants to win, you know, the finals this year or to make any kind of noise, he's gonna have to really step up and be more. It's great to be a facilitator. And it's great to get other people the ball, but. You're still one like one of the greatest scorers that you and I have ever watched. He's won what three scoring titles? You got to go score the basketball. I mean, I don't know. He doesn't. He doesn't look like the same guy. He doesn't look like he has the same attacking mentality, and he doesn't look like a guy who's playing for potentially some kind of max contract. I mean, I know they just give max contracts away now, but he's gonna want to re up with the 76ers at some point, right? Yeah, so, I didn't think. Are you gonna want to spend all this money on this guy who is like isn't what he used to be? If he was the same guy who was in Houston, absolutely, you could pay whatever you whatever you can to to keep him there. But the way he's playing right now, uh, I don't know. He just doesn't look like the same guy, and I'm not really sure what's going on. Where and you- I think I think the the Heat are gonna give them the business. Where um, where do you have him in your top players? I have him in the top ten. I think he's still a top ten player, okay. but I can't remember if you put him in there or not. He is, but I don't know. Let let's see let's see what he does up when he, when he's really tested, like against a team like Miami. Yeah, then it's going to be more serious than what's going on right now with the Raptors. Then we're really going to see what's going on if he's for real or not. Yeah, I definitely. I mean, I've always. I've never really been the biggest like Harden. I know, but you know what I'm saying. But like, I I totally agree that he's not at the same level. He's I mean he's not I mean he what he, I think he's he put up like twenty or so the other night, which is like pretty good, but just not like I mean we, we expect him to put up like thirty plus at least and most nights. So he's kind of like it, it seems like he's fallen into like a role player. On um, like like a solid a like a solid starter, but like not any sort of like standout. Like he's like it's almost like looks like the same levels like of importance to that team as like Tobias Harris. See, like, I just don't really understand. Is it is it because he's no longer like the only guy that is going to be scoring on the team? Because when he was on, you know the the Rockets, it was. So ball dominant with him, and he was taking so many shots. But now that he's on this team with, you know, some guy who also commands the ball, like Joel Embiid, and is going to take all these shots, is he just not capable of putting up those numbers anymore? I'm not sure. I don't know. But I guess we're going to find out. Yeah. All right. Let's all right. Uh, move on yeah. to talking about the Nets. Oh, um, yeah. Nets and Celtics actually are playing right now, game four. 
Um, I think it's late first quarter, but how should Ben Simmons' teammates on the Nets feel about Ben Simmons sitting out of Game 4 at, after it was expected that he was going to play, make his Nets debut in Game 4 tonight, announced yesterday, I believe, that he is not playing. How should the teammates feel about that? Contrary to popular opinion, they should feel nothing. Okay. And they have the right to... They have absolutely no right to criticize Ben Simmons. And I'm going to tell you why. Okay. This is not a normal winning culture. On a normal winning culture, like Miami or maybe even Phoenix or the Bucks, teams like that, you would say, Ben, what the hell's going on? Enough with this crap. They've been played all year. Get on the court. But that's not what we're talking about here. This is a team that has allowed players to not be team players. And to not have winning mentality. This is a team that allowed Kyrie Irving to do his antics all of last year where he was like sitting out for this reason and that reason. And he didn't want to play this and that reason. And Kevin Durant and nobody ever said... Kyrie, what are you doing? This isn't what we do here in Brooklyn. This is my team. I brought you here. This is how we're going to play it. And we're going to play hard and we're going to play every night when you're healthy. And that's not what happened. So when that's okay, when, when you know, look, I get the whole vaccination thing, but everybody else on this team got vaccinated. Everybody else is okay with it. If you feel that strongly, that's fine. But... It wasn't in the best interest of your team, unfortunately. But it was all okay. It was all excused. So what right does Kyrie Irving, any of the Nets, or Kevin Durant have to be criticizing Ben Simmons for doing what has been allowed to occur with Kyrie Irving and with the culture of that team for the last two years? Zero right. And also, just an aside, you're down 3-0, what the hell is the point of bringing back this guy for game four? You're going to bring him back for game four and he's going to play 20 minutes and somehow you're going to turn the table and you're going to win four in a row? I don't think so. So you're going to bring him back for what? One, two, maybe three games and then he's going to like go into the offseason? And if he plays like crap for these one, two, or three games, then what's the story going to be the entire offseason? Ben Simmons sucks. It's going to be the same thing that happened after the playoffs last year. So at this point, the season's a bust. Ben Simmons this year is a bust. He wasted his entire year. I don't know what he was doing this whole time that he couldn't get back on the court. I understand that he didn't want to play for the 76ers, but once he had the chance to play for another team, I don't know what he did. But he didn't get on the court, and now this year's a wash. It's over, and you got to hope for better things next year. And I'm really interested to see who's still on the team next year, who's coaching the team next year, because all these things can be different, but they have absolutely no right to criticize Ben Simmons when your guy at the top, Kevin Durant, allows this crap to happen. See, here's the problem with everything that you're saying right oh, now. Oh, no. Everything I that you're, you're saying right now. I thought you were going to agree with me. No, I'm not agreeing with you on, on this at all. Oh, man. Because the Nets are, especially with Ben Simmons, just about as good a team as the Celtics are. I mean, I had them winning this series. Wait, wait, the wait, Celtics wait, wait. won. Wait, wait, they're sorry. Say that again. They're as good of a team as the Celtics. When you put in Ben Simmons. When you put in Ben Simmons. And so for what? The Celtics, How many minutes a game? The Celtics win the first three games of the series. You put in a guy like Ben Simmons. It is not crazy to think that the Nets could go on and oh win three God. games in a row. You got to read. Say, you got to read between the lines on this one. If the, if the series was anything but 3L Celtics, do you really think Ben Simmons would not be playing tonight? The only reason he's not playing is because it's 3L. If, they, if the Nets had ended up winning game three, Ben Simmons 100% would be playing. But what he's doing, he sees he thinks, just like you, he thinks the season's a wash. Because over, it is. Might as well sit out and not have to, you know, risk looking bad or doing anything to, like, hurt my own personal brand and my, my stock as a player, he could go out. I mean, they brought him on this team to contribute. You have an opportunity. You say you're going to be back for game four. And then, oh, wait, oh, it's 3-0. Oh, wait, actually, no, I'm, I'm, I'm not feeling quite good, good enough. But then if they win this game tonight, then he'll be back. I mean, it's like 
It, it literally is just win-win for him. How do you know him. that? It's win-win for him. Because if, if they lose, he avoided playing and looking bad, or like potentially looking bad, and if they win, he can just come back for the next game. So if I'm his teammate, answering the, the original question, if I'm his teammate, I can read between the lines and see that that's what's going on here, and I'm not happy about that. Come play now. We, you said that you're ready until you woke up and your back was hurting yesterday. Oh, no. Like, I'm not buying that. No way. Isaiah, hold on a second. There's no way that if he, even if he came back and he gave him the limited minutes that he's going to give them, that they're going to come back and win this series. Have you watched a minute of the I series? Have. Yes. It's they still look, the Nets. Uh, it's still the Nets. And they cannot, it's still they, Ben they Simmons. They can't beat the Celtics. And ben, who is Ben Simmons? He was once a good player. He was once an all-star. We even seen him play in over a year. We don't know what he's capable of doing right now. But let's get back to the real... The real let's not even talk about if they can win or not. Because it's so stupid. They can't win with, even if Ben Simmons comes back. I don't care what you say. There's no way. Here's what I'm going to say. What right do they have to be upset about Ben Simmons acting this way when other players on this team act this way without any kind of repercussion. Yeah, I mean, the whole Kyrie thing, like, I'm sure his teammates are upset about that too, but that's not even the same because, yeah, I mean, he chose not to get vaccinated. Like, no, what, no, but, whatever. But that, that, so what else just that. To? What about the previous season? With what? With He would just like, oh, I like, have to take some time for myself or, you know. I'm, yeah, you know, no, I'm, there's. There's some there's, social justice issues yeah, that's going on right now. I can't play. Very much. Re yeah, because that's a lot more similar to this situation, I think. And yeah, they should have been upset at that time, but too. Were, but was like, Kev, does Kevin Durant say anything? Or what do you think? Do you think Kevin Durant's a good leader and he's like going, Kyrie, get your ass back on the court? Or is Kevin Durant saying like, oh, man, like, it's cool, Kyrie, like. You do your Ke thing. Kevin man. Durant like, is not a charismatic person. I mean, he's never been. That's I don't think point. he's that good of a leader. And but this is Kevin Durant's team. He left Golden State because everyone was saying, "Kevin, you won these championships at Golden State. Kevin, you won these Finals MVPs at Golden State." But what does it matter? Because it's not even your team. You didn't make this. You're just a piece of this system, and you're a really great piece. But you're just a piece. So then you leave and you say, I'm going to do my own thing. I'm going to be, like, no doubt the best player on this team. Because, you know, I guess people were always wondering, like, is is Curry the leader? Is Durant the leader? No, I'm going to go make my own team. I'm going to be the leader. We're going to go to Brooklyn. My brother Kyrie is coming with me. And we're going to go take over the East. So then that makes you the leader of the team. No matter how charismatic you are. Or what your deal is, if you're the best player on that team and you go and do that, and you're the face of the franchise, sorry, buddy, you're the leader. So when you're the leader and you allow this crap to happen to Kyrie, and everyone else on the team has to understand that this is how this team is going to work. And if this is how this team's going to work, then you can't be pissed off at Simmons. I understand that it's not, it's not awesome. I'm, I wouldn't be happy. But... What right do they have when this is just something that's normal with this organization? It's not the normal. It is, it's just it is Kyrie. normal with organization. Kevin Durant brings in Kyrie, and I, I think he just give, lets him off the hook because he's Kyrie. And then he why can't Simmons get off the hook? Because he's been because Simmons. he because he I, I don't know. I think because he brought him in, it was like all right, Kyrie, like you said, Kyrie, my brother. Let's go take over in Brooklyn together. Simmons is not the same. He came in a, in a trade. A few months ago or whatever. So, but what about the dysfunction of Harden? Not, you bring Harden in. You you trade all these pieces for Harden. You trade all these pieces away, right? Jared Allen, Karis LeVert, all this stuff. So you bring in Harden, and then you know what happened there? It all just blew up. So this is not the first sign of dysfunction of this franchise. It clearly needs changes. It clearly needs like someone to be the leader. Kevin Durant has to step up and be the leader. Or he has to go somewhere else with an established culture where he could do his thing and not have to worry about being a leader or being a culture changer. Because the Kevin Durant culture allows this behavior. The Kyrie Irving and Kevin Durant-led Brooklyn Nets culture allows this behavior. So when you get the behavior from Simmons, what a surprise. I'm not surprised.
I'm not surprised. All, all, all I just want to ask is if the series was two to one, if the Nets won game three, do you think Ben Simmons will be playing tonight? I have no idea. What do you think? I have no idea. Okay, well, make a prediction. I have no idea what's Come going on. through this guy's head. Well, I want to hear. I want to hear if you think he would or not. But, but Isaiah. Do you think he would you, play? Why has it taken this long to begin with? Like, why are we talking, like, why was this even set as, like, oh, it would be nice if you come back for, like, for the first, uh, or, like, game four, game three of the of the first round of the Eastern Conference playoffs? Why wasn't he back, like, months ago? That's because a good question. Because his my back hurts? That's a good question. Why, if your back hurts, haven't you been fixing it when you were sitting <laughs> your ass on the bench for how long? In Philly, you weren't even doing anything. Why aren't you ready to play? So, yeah. I don't know what this guy's story is. I don't know what's going on with him. But I'm not surprised that he's not playing. If he didn't play a long time ago, or if he didn't start playing in the play-in tournament, or if he didn't start playing in Game 1, why is he going to start playing in Game 4? Clearly, something's going on in his mind, or in his back, or both, or whatever. But someone has to talk to this guy... And he has to start getting a little bit of a competitive fire and spirit under him. Because it's one thing for you to say, I don't want to play for Philly because I hate those fans because I sucked in the playoffs and then now they're all coming after me, which is really weak, by the way. But now it's a whole other thing that when you get traded to now say, I'm still not playing or my back hurts now. And that was the real reason, the real reason why I wasn't playing in Philly. It's ridiculous. And I hear, like, everyone talking that when this whole new like, NBA collecting, collective bargaining agreement goes down, they're going to have to start making rules for Ben Simmons and for Kyrie Irving and yeah. for guys like AD who have decided, I'm on contract, but I'm not going to play. Because he's still getting paid yeah. for doing nothing. Yeah, unlimited paid time off. They're taking advantage of it. I saw someone tweet that. <laughs> so... They're going to have to start instituting some kind of pay for play because these guys are not playing but they're getting paid he's like stealing from the organization it's ridiculous <laughs> so that's what i have to say about it I, i'm really curious to see what other people think but like i understand i'm not saying in like any other circumstance you have every right to be upset and i'm not saying they shouldn't be like they can be upset that's fine i'm with you i'm not against you but i'm just saying look at the big picture here you're not in a nice situation you're not in a winning situation you don't have a winning culture that expects competitive fire and to be accountable. And if you're not in that situation, then this is the kind of result you end up with. But I think sure. we've kind of... That's fair. We've kind of I, taken this. Yeah, no, that's fair. Because, I mean, Kevin Durant, I he, he's never seemed like a leader to me. And when you look at some of, like, like Curry or LeBron, like guys like that, like those are leaders. Yes. Kevin Durant should be... He, no, you, you are right that he has allowed that culture... And it's not okay. I still think they should be disappointed because... Sure. They, that's I mean, fine. You say you're going to come back to this game. Now they're down 3-0 and then you don't. Sure. I, I think there's a lot to be said about that. But, but yes, it's the I culture. It LeBron, is the culture. LeBron goes to Miami. They were still a good culture there because they had D-Wade and Pat Riley and that's all good and fine. But he worked in well with that, with that culture and then he made it his own team. Then he leaves and he goes to the Cavs. He instills his culture there. They win a championship. Then he leaves. Then he goes to the Lakers. The Lakers were terrible when he got there. He installs the culture, the winning culture. He brings the guys in that he needs, and he wins a chip. No, he's like the, he's the guy that you look at as being the guy that like leaves and starts building teams, because he's that great of a player. I still think he's the best player in the league. And like Kevin Durant is in that conversation of being one of the best players in the league, but it doesn't seem like he has the power to go like install a new culture and a new way of playing he needs to like fit into something that's already previously established or something is dramatically going to change in this guy's mindset and he's going to become a guy who cares about culture but right now it doesn't seem like it yeah all right we've exhausted that yeah that, i think where are we going <laughs> next uh up to you i don't know <laughs> uh a lot of Nets and Celtics yeah. and East talk. So you have, okay. I mean, so we both have the Celtics winning the East. We don't really have to talk about that, yeah. right? Yeah. Okay. 
Um, are the Nets getting? I don't even. So I don't want to spend more than two seconds on this. No. Are the Nets getting swept tonight? Yeah, or they, I, I think they're gonna lose tonight. Yeah, I think so too, and I think they're losing. Yeah. Um. Okay. So, yeah, we both have Celtics going to the finals at this point. Yep. Um, so let's shift it back to the West for a yeah, little bit, and then we'll get into some ML- MLB. All right. So, what is more likely to happen? I say the Pelicans beat the Suns, or the T Wolves beat the Grizzlies. Yeah, I think. I mean, so both those series are two-two now. So they're both in a lot best of fun. Of, best of three. A lot of fun to watch. I'm loving it. It's awesome. Um, the thing is, I, I think both of those upsets could happen, but there's only one that I think will actually happen. Oh, I, so you, you think I, it's going to happen? I think the Timberwolves are going to beat the, oh, the wow. Grizzlies. Okay. Yes, they blew that big lead uh, in Game Three, and they, I mean, they the Grizzlies kind of proved. You know who they are and showing some grit and coming back in that game. I don't know though. The Timberwolves have really impressed me throughout this entire playoffs, and I, I I think it'll go seven games, but I think they can go on the road in Game Seven and and end up beating the Grizzlies. And even the Pelicans, the Pelicans, like you said before, like they're they have nothing to lose. They're showing a lot of you know, determination. Like it. The place you see that Ingram rocking. dunk last night? The place was rocking last night awesome. in New Orleans. It was I love so it. cool. Good and they're not even, they didn't have Zion. Could you like, I was saying that last night, Isaiah. <laughs> I was saying it last night. Because this team looks competent. Yeah. This they team do. looks well, like the McCollum, team. Well, the McCollum trade is could be the most like one of the most underrated trades. Well, it's a great trade, season. but I don't like I'm not sure how long he's gonna be there for or what they had to give up to or whatever. Uh, yeah. But, yeah. Then I'm, you know, they're not going to be able to make any noise in the playoffs. They might be able to, if they won the series, that'd be amazing. But I don't know if that's why you traded for McCollum. I don't know. Yeah. But anyways, I, I could see that going. I could see that series going to seven as well. But I still think, like I said earlier, Suns still are the best team in the NBA to me. I think they'll get past the Pelicans. If the Pelicans had Zion right now, that'd be nuts. Yeah, it would be crazy. Because I think Zion is better than Debo. I don't care what That's crazy. No. It's not crazy. No, that is crazy. When he's on the you court. You cannot say that. When he's on the court, he's better no. than D-Book. That is so false. And if they had him right now, I think they'd probably, they might be able to beat the Suns. I, yeah, I, it would, yeah, I mean. Even if help. D-Book was help. playing. No. Yes. No. If yes. D-Book was playing, the series might already be over. Well, I don't, I just, that's I, another I guy. Actually, that's another guy. I have no idea what's going on with that guy. It's bad for okay. basketball. No, Zion. Oh, Zion. Yeah, no, it is. It I is don't know terrible. what's going on with him. I know, because I, 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 I was actually thinking the same thing watching that game last night. And you have I all this hype. You have all this, all this stuff around this team. And where is what is going on with him? Yeah, I looked I looked that up, too. And, like, nobody's even really, like, writing about it right now. Because it's just, like... Because the guy's... He's just sitting he's, there, like, doing Did you see him 360 dunk and posting on his... On his uh, mm. You saw that? No, I, I didn't see it. He, like, was 360 <clears throat> dunking in layup lines... But he's not playing. Yeah. I, I don't mean, understand how like foot. How injured could your foot be that you right. could 360 dunk and land with all that fat on you <laughs> and hurt your foot? Like, think about what does he have? Like, let's just be nice. Let's say he's 360 dunking and landing with like 280 pounds of pressure on his feet. Do you think he'd be like wanting to be jumping, let alone 360 dunking, if your foot wasn't okay? Yeah. Ridiculous. I mean, he hasn't played the entire season, right? Unbelievable. Like, for like a, a basically undisclosed foot foot injury. Like, I have no what idea what's going, going on. What is going on? I I'm hope, totally with you. That I really, crazy. I really hope that like something happens this off season. He just is on a different team because that must be what's going on. Because I, I can't think of anything else. It's like I mean. Yeah, the Pelicans might be, with the success they're having right now. I mean, they're an eight seed; they barely made the playoffs. But with the success they have had so far in this playoffs, like I could potentially see it with like if Zion just start keeps acting like he doesn't want to play there. Like I could see but, them making a trade. But is is he holding himself back, or are they holding him back? Because like it's hard to look, say, honestly. Right? Because but here's what I'm saying: if you're three sixty dunking in layup lines, and like he was a. Like, Posting, I remember when they shut him down for the season, he was dunking and like he posted something on his Instagram or something like that. So, what kind of a message is that sending? Is that sending a message of we like are like they're babying me and I want to show you guys that I could do this, but they keep babying me? 
Or is it saying, I, like, yeah, they're shutting me down, but it, I can play. I just don't want to be here. Yeah. I don't know. But to me, to me, I feel like that's him more just showing off what he's capable of. And I think if it was the Pelicans holding him back, I, I think he would have been a little bit more clear and explicit see, that See, that's I the think case. the opposite. Okay. I think if the Pelicans were holding him back, it's more <clears throat> of acting the way he's acting, which makes more sense to me. But if he wanted out, I feel like most of the time when guys want out nowadays, it's not a secret. They just let it yeah. be known. I think I think he's just still young though. I think he, it, for him, he has to show off that he still is capable of doing these uh, things. He totally is. Yeah. So I don't know. But anyway, though, back to the question. Yeah. So you have the Timberwolves beating the Grizzlies. I I think That's it's actually going to happen. Right. Yeah. So I don't think it's actually going to happen, but that is my pick for most likely. More likely. Yeah. Okay. All right, Jazz Mavs. Yeah, another Fun really tonight. I'm excited to watch that. Another really good series. Um, I mean, I think we both expected this one to be close. Right. I was the Jazz, right? I had the Jazz. Um, I had the Jazz winning the series. The series going into the playoffs, and I, I still am gonna take them because okay. they have played good enough to, to the point where I, I, I'm not gonna like if. If I hadn't picked the series before, I would maybe say the Mavs, but I picked them. I I I'm not gonna. There's like, it's like when that when a, a play gets reviewed, like there's just not enough evidence for me to overturn it. They went down two one with that Luca. Yeah, and and Luca's back now. Yeah, and they still. I mean, and the Jazz still won game four. With yeah, Luka but I'm saying down. the Jazz were the down two one. Losing. Yeah. I know it doesn't. It doesn't make it, it doesn't make sense because they were losing without him, and then he comes back, and then they win Game Four. So it's just a really well, good, it's a really good series. The Mavs had that game; they blew it. Yeah, they did. They blew it. They they couldn't close, and uh, you know everyone's talking about like poor Jazz. They haven't won a playoff series. I mean, like the they have this good team, and they haven't been able to do a lot for a while. And yeah. is this like time to blow it up if this doesn't work, and all this kind of stuff? But the, I heard the Mavericks haven't play, haven't won a playoff series in since 2011. Really, when they won so the these guys, uh, that's yeah, when they won the finals. Yeah, so these guys like <coughs> last year. Remember they were up three one on the were they up three one on the Clips or something crazy something, like that? Yeah, I, it, it was something right. like that. They were definitely beating the Clippers and they they blew that series. Yeah, and then you know this they had a chance to go up three one. They had it and then they lost. I mean. Yeah. I, I love Luke. I love watching Luke. I hope I hope they do well. I think Donovan Mitchell is going to take over. One of my other favorite players. Yeah, see, I think Luke is going to take over. I Luke think, is better. I think Donovan Mitchell takes over tonight. I think he put, puts up 35 points. They win the game. They go back to Utah, and they win game six. Damn. And it's over in six. Who do yeah, you got? No, I, I, I sell the Mavs. You did take the Mavs going in? Yes. Okay. And that's fair. I mean, it's, it's just hard to, like, switch your pick at this point. It really could go either way, but I think the Jazz are about to turn it on. All right. Last NBA question that we have for the night. And then we have to do a little MLB. Are the Suns still your favorite to win at all? And you actually already answered this at the beginning of the show, but right. just remind us. They're not. Cam, I see you. You're there. This is for you. Cam's watching on Instagram Live. <laughs> I'm going for the parade in Boston. All Let's right. go C's. The Celtics are going to meet the Warriors in the finals, and they are going to defeat them with their stifling defense and their young talent. I am going. Celtics are not only going to get past the Bucs, not only are they going to get past the Heat, but they will also beat whoever comes out of the West, and they are going to be champions this year. Let's go. And I have said this. I, I haven't been this, you know, I haven't said that we're going to win it the whole year. But I've always been high on them the entire year, and I said yep. they were going to represent the East for like months before anyone even knew about them. Good just call. saying. Good call. I'm just saying. I, I read. I was a fortune teller. But they're going to have a tough matchup against the Bucks. They the will. Bucks are for real. Yeah. They're going to have to show up. It's going to be way tougher than it was against the Nets. Not even close. <clears throat> Yeah, I, uh, I, I've definitely been impressed by the Celtics, the Sixers, and the Warriors. I think those teams, plus the Suns, are, are in the Final Four. They're both the conference final uh, matchups. I'm st I still have the Suns winning it all, though. I, I mentioned it earlier. Like Once you get Devin Booker back, I think we, s we see once again that they are 
They, I mean, they were the best team in the regular season for a reason. So, I, again, it's just too early for me to not say that the Suns are going to win it all and for me to change that. But I think the Warriors will make a really good series in the Western Conference Finals. I think the Celtics will be a really tough matchup for them in the Finals. And definitely not impossible for either of those teams to take out the Suns. But it's just too early for me yet to say that, to, to switch on them. So I'm still saying the Suns are my favorite to win it all. But it's getting, it, the, the, the gap is closing. That's for sure. The only thing that I'm really upset about is we're not going to be here for the parade. Yeah, that's true. Because it's happening. Like late June or something like that. I'm st- I'm I'm a believer right now. As of this week, I'm a believer okay. in a parade in Boston. All right, let's get into the MLB. <clears throat> yeah, let's do it. It's a little bit nice to be a Mets fan right now. Yeah, a it little is. bit nice to be a Mets fan. What have been your impressions so far on this? First two weeks of the MLB season. What are your thoughts? I'm loving watching my Mets. We're at 12 and 5. Are they the be- is that the best record in baseball? The only better is the Dodgers are 11 and 4. They have us so, percentage wise. Yeah. But I love what I'm watching. DeGrom isn't here. Guess what happens? Other people step up because yeah. that's how you build a team. You build a staff to be able to take the weight of our best player. We distributed it to Tyler McGill, Carrasco, pitched a gem the last time out. Bassett was good to start. He's been a little up and down lately. He's going to figure it out. I have no problems with him. We have Scherzer, who had like five hitless innings the other day. Taiwan Walker's coming back. I love it. The offense is looking very nice. We have lots of guys. We have three different guys already with double-digit RBIs. Lindor is looking like Francisco Lindor again. I love it. Yeah, that's exciting. Um, Have you seen what Lindor's been doing? Raking. Yeah, he has. Raking. He had a... 313, four home runs, 12 RBIs, 970 OPS. Let's go Mets. What's the update on DeGrom? We don't know. Okay. But it doesn't matter. Okay. Does it matter in the slightest? It does, but no, it doesn't. But the Grom, we're we're still playing. We're doing great right now. We're when he comes back, he comes back, and in the meantime, we're gonna hold down the fort with what we got, and I'm not worried about it at all. Okay. Well, I'll just jump on my team real quick. Yeah. Oh, and by the way, the Yankee fans are disgusting. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That was a tough showing yesterday, throwing stuff at the Guardians players. Um, I. Uh, I'll just start with with the Twins. Uh, my team, pretty. They had a pretty shaky start. They they were four and eight. Um, pitching looked really good, but there was no offense whatsoever. They're putting up like zero or no, or one run per game for a couple of games there. But four game win streak past four days. Beat the Royals and then had a nice home sweep against the team that everyone thinks is going to win the AL Central, the White Sox. The Twins went out and swept them at home this weekend. Up to 8-8 eight and eight now, first place in the division. And, you know, a, a lot of those days where they didn't look very good, they're missing Byron Buxton, who's going to win MVP this year. He missed five games. Now he's back, and he went 6-for-9 over the weekend. He had multiple home runs. He had a game-tying home run in the 7th yesterday and a game-winning walk-off home run in the 10th yesterday. Super exciting. So he looks like he's ready to be MVP again, as long as he doesn't get hurt. Also, the division, the AL Central, not good. Twins are 8-8, eight and eight and they're in first place. So it's, it's early, obviously. A lot of games left. But AL Central looks like it's the worst division in baseball right now. Um, other than that, I just want to mention a couple teams. Mets, very impressive. Blue Jays have been very impressive. I mean, it's a team a lot of people predicted to win that division. But still very impressed. Mariners are in first place in the AL West. They've been hitting the ball super well. Also, the Rockies. They're, uh, they're and not just the Rockies, but the, the whole NL West is really good right now. Like I think Rockies, Padres, Dodgers, and uh, Giants all have like double digit wins already, and even the Diamondbacks are oh, on last. We took but care not of the we took care of the Giants last week. Okay, but Ain't still, no still NL West is looking very dangerous too. So a lot of fun uh, in baseball. Just about minute or two left. Kenny, I do want to ask, unless you have any more baseball thoughts, I just want to ask this one NFL draft I have no question. idea. You, you, you just take it. Okay. I have no I was, idea who's going to be drafted for. I, I don't care. Yeah, so I had just one NFL draft question prepared. Kenny, very, very excited. Not 
for the draft, which is unfortunate. That's okay, though, because I am. And I was wondering which quarterback will be drafted first and what team will take him. And my prediction is Malik Willis. And I think that he is going to go sixth overall to the Panthers. I saw gonna... that in the mock. Really? Yeah, there's a... I mean, it's it's really up in the air right now. Who's going to take who? But I think he's going to go there. I think the Seahawks will take the next quarterback at nine. I think they'll take Kenny Pickett. And then I hope the Packers take a receiver. I think they will. It's... Uh, it's like a it's a it's a yearly thing. You like need the, one if the Packers are going to draft a receiver. Now that they don't have Devontae, now they're definitely drafting a receiver. Do you have any last thoughts on the draft? Uh, even though you don't care. No. Who do you think that? Who do you hope the Giants take? I have no idea. Wow. <laughs> this is I'm I'm disappointed. I'm sorry. I I honestly just don't <laughs> care. Well, I'm going to be watching. I'm excited for that on Thursday. A lot more good NBA playoff basketball to go. It's going to be a lot of fun. There's a lot, a lot of good stuff coming up. So thank you guys so much for listening. This has been The Extra Point. I'm Isaiah Mueller. Kenny Tomkowitz signing off. Thanks, everybody. See you next week. Thank you. Good night.